This is an election update from Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa, and we're bringing you short election updates from our reporters, photographers, and editors. For full coverage of the election, go to sfchronicle.com or download the San Francisco Chronicle app to get breaking news notifications. I'm King Kaufman, producer of Fifth and Mission. Scott Strazanti is a Chronicle photographer, and he's been doing something over the last couple of days that Bay Area photographers generally don't do much, covering Trump rallies. He's been to a couple of them, and he'll tell you about them. Last night, he was in Novato at a watch party for election night. It was a pretty good crowd. He says about 60 people, and he was the only one wearing a mask. Election night, I was at an event for uh, the Marin County Republicans, um, at a uh, vineyard, well, it was more a winery, actually, in downtown Novato. I was told it was supposed to be in the patio, but actually everyone was indoors watching TV. Probably about 60 people, um, you know, typical um, Trump wear, everyone wearing red and red, white, and blue, and um, very enthusiastic and uh, just, you know, it's very circus-like when I cover the, you know, the Trump side. And so as a photographer, it's actually incredibly visual. You know, the color red is always great for photography. So there's right. red everywhere. Pops. Yeah. So it, it definitely is a photographer. I, I prefer covering um, the Trump people than I do the liberals. And maybe it's just kind of, you know, the red versus blue thing, you know, as a photographic element and, and blue is very sedate and cold, but the red just really pops and, and the images are much more dynamic just from that, that fact alone. How else is it different? I imagine being a photographer at a Bay Area paper, you probably have more experience covering uh, democratic and uh, progressive and liberal and radical lefty uh, gatherings and, and watch parties and protests and, and things like that. How's that different from a, a Trump party? Yeah, just this past week um, on Sunday, I covered a youth march in downtown San Francisco, which was led by some high school students. And they, you know, specifically put on the flyer, everyone has to wear a mask. Um, there wasn't much social distancing, but, you know, it was a, a very typical um, San Francisco march. You know, many different issues they um, were, you know, in support of Black Lives Matters and um, women's rights and, and, and kind of the things that, the, you know, they, their grievances with the current president. And then comparing that with um, the two Trump events that I photographed, Election Eve, I was in Danville and I covered a rally um, at a, a big intersection. And that was, there was at least a thousand people there. I'd say maybe 10 had masks on and they were tightly wow. packed and a lot of screaming and yelling and running around. And um, the event last night, the same way where no one was wearing a mask. And I, in the type of photographer where I like shooting wide angle photos. So I like being right in the middle of moments and kind of making layered images. So for me, I wear a mask and, and, and that's pretty much with the Trump crowd is the only protection I have, but I'm still not, I still want to make a great photograph. So I kind of wade into the, into the middle of the crowd and hoping that somehow my mask will, will, will protect me. Uh, so in the moment, I'm not really thinking about it. It's only kind of like in hindsight where I'm like, Oh, wait, that, that might have been a little dangerous and I better kind of, you know, monitor myself. So I'm not, uh, you know, becoming a spreader myself, but it, it definitely is, they're polar opposites for sure. And, um, a lot of the people last night at the, the Trump event, 
they were afraid to give me their name. They didn't want their children photographed. They're afraid of having some kind of retribution or, you know, being doxxed online and, and called out and stuff. So, you know, I did have a handful of people that were okay with giving their names. Some just gave their first name. Some people wanted to make up names, which, I, which you know, I didn't want to go along with. And then other people were just like, I don't want to be photographed. And, and so as a photographer, when you're in a situation where there's only 60 people in a small room and five of them are like, don't photograph me, it's definitely a challenge to kind of make real moments um, that, that, you know, we're covering history. This is something in 50 years we'll be interested to look at. And, you know, I want to not kind of have to censor my coverage because a handful of people don't want to be in the newspaper. So that's that's definitely was a challenge last night. You mentioned to me earlier uh, before we started talking that uh, covering the Trump events is almost like covering sports in terms of the fervor of the crowd. It's it's sort of like they're rooting for their team and they're rooting for the red shirts. And that's a that's a different flavor than than other political things you've covered in your lifetime. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like I'm a Chicago boy. And so I'm a White Sox fan. And I kind of feel it's the akin of when I photograph the Cubs in the World Series. You know, it's like I'm wading into you know enemy territory. You know, I'm you know, I'm a, a, a Marin County person. And, you know, I've always been liberal. And I feel like I can set that aside for my my newspaper work. But, you know, I think that the Trump crowd is very much like a sports, you know, kind of club mentality because it's like Jerry Seinfeld said, you know, you're just really cheering for laundry at some point, you know, it doesn't matter who's in the shirt. And I feel that, um, you know, that it's just like the, the Trump um, kind of group of people that have come together, they have such a sense of community. The event I was at in Danville Everyone was just like so excited and just feeding off of each other and just like were, seemed to be like, you know, they were family and it was really an interesting dynamic. And, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I really, you know, as just kind of a journalist, it, it was just an amazing thing to witness. And, and, you know, I posted a couple of photos on Twitter last night. And of course, a lot of people, you know, were because I probably have a feed of more liberals following me than conservatives. And, and people were super negative about the people I photographed. And actually, I actually thought that was kind of rude. You know, it's like, you know, I'm just documenting real life. I'm not putting these photos out there so you can make a, some make fun of someone because they're 10 pounds overweight or, you know, maybe they bleached their hair. You know, it's like, come on, like, don't be that small. Like I, you know, I've always tried to treat everyone the same way. And, and I don't think that, you know, the old, you know, when they go low, we go high thing. No one seems to follow that anymore. It's like when they go low, we go low. You know, it's like, and so I guess I'm being Pollyannish in, in this political environment, but I still try to, you know, have this unvarnished, unbiased coverage of what's happening in front of me. And I just consider myself a historian. And, and there really is, you know, this is what happened in front of my lens. And, you know, and, and that's what it is. What happens in front of your lens often ends up at sfchronicle.com where people can see the work of Scott Strazanti. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you, King. Please subscribe to Fifth and Mission to get the latest updates. For full election coverage, go to sfchronicle.com or download the San Francisco Chronicle app. Thank you for listening. <laughs>